0: It's like kind of episode of how it's made. How it's made. Slut powder for finding <laughs> out if your wife cheated on you. <laughs> on today's episode. <laughs> today's episode. They take small brown particles from the where the animals get slaughtered and they scoop that up shittily with their hand. Next, the worker takes some even darker brown powder and puts it in a cup. <laughs> <laughs>
1: puts it in a cup. They mix it with water and they give it to a woman who's fearing for her life. Dearly beloved, welcome to the Unblessed Podcast, where we inquire and exposit the mysteries of that ancient text, that good book itself, the Holy Bible. We are not theologians nor historians, we are but armchair philosophers who spent years in seminary or on a church staff and have since departed to make our own way we invite you now to read think and laugh with us as we dive deep into the denominational doctrines of the divine in the unblessed podcast Welcome to the Unblessed Podcast. My name is Evan. And I'm Scott. And we are two ex accountability buddies. Scott, did you ever have an accountability buddy uh, for accountability in-
0: buddies?
1: Did you ever accountability have- <laughs> buddies? <laughs> did you have a song? No. For accountability
0: no, buddies? No, just, the Lord just led me right there.
1: Okay, He perfect. said, do that. You so said do that. Gotcha. Um <laughs> did you ever have an accountability buddy?
0: Uh, uh I never used that term, but I did have accountability partners. We were partners, you know, in life. Yeah. At that moment. So gotcha. Um what I'm did kind of you do like the first one I had the first one? Well, I've had I think I have multiple accountability partners in my life. I'm just trying to remember the first time someone was like, "Hey, you should have
1: be held accountable for what you're doing you you never forget your first (laughs) well clearly i'm did. i trying to remember scott's accountability partner is gonna like like call onto this podcast that is a closed show not an open radio show we do not have
0: the technology (laughs) or
1: the patience or the desire uh but they're just gonna be like i can't believe you forgot about our time together where we talked about whether or not we jerked off (laughs)
0: I don't remember the first time someone approached me about like, hey, you should be held accountable for what you do alone. Um,
1: I think my accountability partnering was more polyamorous than like monogamous. <laughs>
0: because you had multiple. Multiple yeah, accountability. I, yeah. I think I had like a. For, I, I do remember, OK, in college and then post college, I definitely had a like a group. So there was like a yeah. polyamorous group of men. Yeah, that would check in on about my sexual health.
1: Yep. From time to in time. case we've lost anybody, yeah, let's back <laughs> up I, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, when, when we talk about like accountability partners and stuff like that, usually that was kind of a thing for men, um, yeah. where or boys, uh, where it was like, all right, make sure you're not jaying off. That's essentially what it was like. Dude, yeah, it was always a... dudes talking to each other about whether or not they jayed off this week.
0: Usually at Denny's um, yeah. or I some breakfast my, spot.
1: My roommate and I had a calendar of whether or not we jade off or not. Just had you a know? public, just
0: like paper calendar right there for anyone it to walk really in. It really was a
1: pretty much like everyone just, cal- like if anybody like got invited over.
0: So like if I walked into your room, I would see like a bunch of X's it was on in the, kind the of like
1: Yeah, it was kind of, it, it was in like a little bit of a foyer between our rooms
0: Oh, four you yeah. between the rooms.
1: Yeah. That's, One that's some his, wood floor like, energy right there. Yeah. He was like, uh, my, uh, my girlfriend's coming over, but I told her not to look at it. And I was like, cool.
0: <laughs> my girlfriend's coming right over to look at my accountability. calendar." <laughs> cool. I just imagine like a prison wall, like trying to remember what day it is, but there's just like etchings of like, yeah, just mad men for, Months and months and months going, Essentially. two, start over, two, start over, two, start two. over,
1: two. <laughs> well, it was like... My record is X's three. Is on, it was like <laughs> it was X's on days where we did... Where God... You yeah, where, where God. we made God cry. Okay. Um
0: How many X's on the calendar in a typical month?
1: Please don't say uh, more of, than one. <laughs> out of the 31 days? <laughs> How many times did you make God cry in the span of a month? Wow. <laughs> I mean, he took his anger out on somebody. But. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, I uh, I do recall having so after college when I was when I was a pastor working at a church. One thing they wanted us to do was sign up for an app, and I can't remember if I've talked about this, but I'm I'm old, and we're talking about it today. It was Covenant Eyes. Um and Evan I don't know did you ever use Covenant Eyes Nope okay fantastic Um TLDR I was
1: too
0: cool. Yeah uh Covenant Eyes was an app that would track your internet history and then it would just send it to whoever was on your like list as an accountability partner so you could have one person or multiple people I had like a group of people and you would install this on your phone or computer, any device you had. If you're if you had a smart fridge, you had to put it on your smart fridge. <laughs> then anything that was nefarious, it would just get automatically sent to as an email to your partners. Um so most people go, Why don't you just like use a private browser and get around it? Yes, that's what you could do. But the best part of this whole story is that some people in the accountability group didn't know that was a thing and still made God cry while having this installed on their device. And it was unbelievably funny. (laughs) So every week I would get, it was called like a covenant eyes report from my, I think I had maybe just two people I was signed up for in our group. And I would just get like, Bob, you know, here's Bob's accountability report from this week. And I would say out of the, I don't know how many weeks I had that thing on my phone, maybe 99 times out of a hundred, it was like, there's nothing to report. But there was one time that I got a full email from somebody. <laughs> I will never forget it. Oh the things God. I read, I was just like eating it up. It was so delicious. I was like, what did they look at? It was Oh, it was so delightful. I was dying. But you, here's my question, Evan. You're in that group for, and you sign up for that thing for the sole purpose of confronting somebody about what they searched. Oh, no. Do you do that? You Ooh. get the email. Do you confront them or do you do what I do? And I just pretend like nothing oh, ever man. happened.
1: I, I just, do. Th- I do think Evan in that space and time, would have confronted the person. <laughs> I would've been like, "Hey, I'm just coming to you as a brother in Christ cuz I would want the same thing. I would want you know, if I found if if you got a notification from me, I would want you to do the same thing to me cuz yeah. iron sharpens iron, right?" Yeah, iron. And iron. then I just like slide the phone across him and be like, "Brother, <laughs> how, how we doing?"
0: How <laughs> we I got a long email from your brother.
1: We got a long, long, long email from Covenant Eyes. Yeah, you want to talk can, about? Can it? you talk to me?
0: I think the other can funny part about this is that, and we would the, do
1: it in public. Yeah, I would you shame him that. in a public Starbucks. Subway. I'd be like, yeah, I'd, I'd go to some Christian coffee shop like Quills,
0: a Christian and I would Subway. Sit
1: there, yeah. I would sit there with him, and I'd go, <laughs> "Hey, you, you need to get right with God." Yeah. I wouldn't you're do that. God it would it, be more more along the lines of what I was describing where it was just yeah. a lot of Christian speak of like Of course. Hey brother. I'm... You're not doing
0: your best when you're when we're getting these emails. No, and I get
1: it, man. Like I understand. Yeah. I'm, I I I it's I get what you. I get what's going on with you, you know. But like you know, I I just I just want to bring this to your attention that I know what's going on. I'm not trying to shame you, I'm not trying to do anything um but you know
0: i'm not trying to shame you i'm just trying to make you feel really bad yeah i'm just
1: i am trying to open up this wound
0: (laughs) (laughs) i think the other funny thing though is that the person who signed up for this knows that you got it like they know i saw it like it because i'm pretty sure it would show you the
1: weird sunday at church
0: (laughs) yeah so it's like i walked around so get this evan you would know this person but I had to walk around for the rest of my time at this church, like I know exactly what you did, and I know your secret, and I'm never telling a soul. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so. Did juicy. you ever like?
1: Did you ever slip it into conversation? Like if y'all were like <laughs> shooting the shit at some point, and just you know, you know, saying you know gross things, and then you're just like, and Daryl over here likes <laughs> butt shaped <laughs> like corn, like. <laughs> Oh, yes, where he was on www.cornshapedbutts.com. Corn butts. I don't know. I didn't want to get specific with it. Thank you but for like, saving our pug For once,
0: thank you for looking out for our listeners. Evan. We really appreciate you. I'm so glad that you, after 65 episodes, you finally decided I better censor what I'm about to say.
1: You know, not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> But did, like, did you uh, ever like just like see if he picked up on it in a conversation? No, like, just no. drop in one of those. Oh no. man, I would have played. Didn't. I would have played with so much fucking fire. Well,
0: here I'll add something else. So I don't think anyone will care, but the the lead pastor at this place was signed up for this. Was not the same person, but he was also my accountability partner, and he messed with me one time. And I think this is one of the fucking funniest things in the world is that That's he amazing. had a great sense of humor is he got one of the emails about mine that had a zero, it just said like, there's nothing to report this week. And then he just copied it and then doctored and it up. It. <laughs> and he yeah. added like 20 just rain. All I remember is he added the site funonthefarm.com <laughs> into like the list of like nefarious sites visited this week. And then so he like doctored it up and then he forwarded it to me and he was like, we need to talk. I got your email this week. And I like, I was beside myself. I was like, what the f- like fuck happened? Like, I don't remember any of this. And then he finally approached me the next week and he was like, I freaking got you. Um, but that kind of stuff, that was funny. Um, uh, but I never approached anybody. I think I got an email like that maybe once or twice. And it's just too awkward. I just let it slide. I just was like, you know what? Oh, no one man. ever has to know about this ever. Uh, so yeah, kept that. I would have had hidden. fun
1: with it. I would have absolutely had fun with it. I would have just been like,
0: it's a weird time. I mean, so did you have any other, like, so you didn't do an app, but did you have to like, no. Um, you just, just word of mouth and trust. Just
1: word you? of mouth. Just like, you know, Hey brother, I've been struggling this week. I've been, you know, I know one guy, uh, his, um, his thing between him and his wife was, uh, she asking him if he read his Bible today.
0: Oh, that was like that code. was that
1: was the code.
0: Oh my gosh! Code. And
1: and if he, <laughs> I mean, if he said yes, then he didn't do anything. If he said no, he did.
0: That's oh, I, I was going to say if he said yes to reading the Bible, that would get confusing fast. <laughs> did you read <laughs> the Bible? I did. I did twice <laughs> today. <laughs> Oh uh, well.
1: my god! <laughs> um, I yeah, I was in some. I was in one kind of accountability group when I was in middle school or uh, high school, actually. Um, and then in college, I had some very yeah. You know, I had some you know, spring flings, um, of accountability partners.
0: <laughs> yeah, we've you know? all been there, you know.
1: Um, yeah, then people come into your life and then they fade away. Yeah. Um, you meet somebody at a, you know, just you meet somebody market, at a conference you know, or yeah, some conference, you know. go to a summer
0: yeah. camp, you make a connection.
1: Yeah. Um, but okay. I, I yeah. also know there were some like <laughs> disciple groups that like were really, or discipleship groups that were really hardcore on it. Oh, um, yeah.
0: Some were more intense than others. I've, yeah. It's sad that I've been part of multiple groups where I can have like a take on the type of accountability group, but there was some where right. it was like
1: <laughs> you can give reviews. <laughs> yeah, my life sucked. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> the, uh, I recall some I have a bad knowing, childhood. Yeah, yeah. some like people people the way you
0: stand. <laughs> <laughs> some people like would not care at all. It was just a way to meet up and talk and mm-hmm. it was really an excuse to meet up. It was just yeah. like yeah, we're just going to hang out whatever and then yep. there was like the groups where you wouldn't want to be a part of where you would just get grilled and roast and i was part of multiple that's probably why i'm so weird because i was part of multiple types of groups like that where it Same. was like
1: i sought those out
0: yeah i did too
1: yeah, yeah. well i, I mean like do you think do you think we would be hosting a podcast on critiquing christianity if we didn't seek <laughs> out those seriously. at one yeah, point. I yeah like like, this is the kind of people we developed into because of where we were.
0: See, I have to wonder, looking back, that I think adults half-assed a lot of their, like, faith. But then impressionable youngsters like myself and, like, you were like, well, th- an adult's taking this seriously. So, I'm going to take it to the 110%. You know, I'll max this out. Yeah. And I think adults probably would have been like, you can chill out a little bit, <laughs> like... Yeah. So I think that was, I don't know if like that's how you feel looking back. It's like, I know that so many adults in my church just were going through the motions for the most part. Like they, they just wanted to go to a potluck. They just wanted to, you know, see their friends it's on hard. Sunday. And that's as bit deep as it went
1: for the most part. It's hard to say. Yeah. Um. I think in my college years, I think there were, I was surrounded by like pastors and staff.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: yep. So it's a little bit hard to say at like the layperson level, um, because that's I yeah I wanted to be a pastor. Um, Staff are weird. I,
0: I think that's the difference there. That's the
1: day other day. thing is it's just like this is a, you are getting paid to be a professional Christian, you know. <laughs> so like
0: you really are like yeah. That's what's so funny about ministry is you're you're getting paid, and so as much as you want to tell people and shout it from the ro- rooftops that like. I'm no better than you. And like, God loves us all equally. There is a small part of you that's like, but I'm doing this for my job. So I, I got I'm
1: doing this for my it. job. And so I'm better at it than you, but also I have to look like I'm, I have to look like I'm better at you at it so that yes, you can model yeah. what I'm doing. But mm-hmm. I also have to be humble about it.
0: Yeah. It's weird to be in yeah. ministry, like getting paid for it, Cause that's the exact problem you run into is where, it's, it'd be really weird to be like, I'm a terrible Christian, and then you're the one getting paid to be a Christian. Yeah. But on the flip side, you can't just tell people like, I'm better than you because I'm getting paid. <laughs> so yeah. it's ah, it's a double-edged sword
1: there. Be, be a Christian like me, and one day you can get paid to do this too. You can get paid to show up for a couple hours on Sunday and go to
0: breakfast and lunch with people a few times a week and tell people you read your Bible more often than you usually do. Hmm. that's ministry have weird conversations with adult men at denny's
1: have have a have a odd conversation with a stranger every now and then and talk about it on sunday like you just crack the code uh
0: try not to be scared around a homeless person that is threatening you in public
1: yeah at least if other uh church members are around
0: yeah yep exactly yeah um yeah, ministry, you have to do all these things and put on such a face. Yeah.
1: And don't it's be weird really around a- kids. <laughs> <laughs> just try not, try not to be weird around kids. Oh,
0: my God. Well,
1: Which I think is of- like a good rule generically, but like... I
0: was going to say, yeah, I think, oh, I think everybody should take that as a lesson. Just don't be weird around kids. Don't be weird around kids. Well, speaking of weird, uh,
1: hey, hey, you got a
0: weird... Weird passage to share today. Um, Scott,
1: have you ever wondered whether or not your wife's cheating on you?
0: I've thought the same thing. I thought if only there was a concrete test for figuring out if my loved one has cheated on me.
1: Yeah. Well, boy, do I have a deal for you. So For only really? $17.99 right okay. now, okay. you can buy some sand that you can put in some water and have her drink. And if... She drinks it, and she has cheated on you. She'll shrivel up. Oh, I like. But this. if she, yeah, yeah. But if she hasn't, then she'll be like fine.
0: Okay, so if only I, I would do that, but only if God sanctioned this test for me to. He, he does. It
1: is God honoring.
0: <laughs> well, what passage are we looking at today? What's, what's we were looking at Numbers,
1: yeah, Numbers five starting in verse 11. Uh, So the Lord spoke to Moses, speak to the Israelites and tell them, if any man's wife goes astray, is unfaithful to him and sleeps with another, but it is concealed from her husband and she is undetected. So she successfully cheats on him without knowing. Um, Even though she has defiled herself, since there is no witness against her and she wasn't caught in the act, and if a, this is the world's worst run on sentence, if a feeling of jealousy uh, comes over the husband and he becomes jealous because of his wife who has defiled herself or her feeling of jealousy comes over him and he becomes jealous of her, though she has not defiled herself, then the man is going to bring his wife to the priest. So the short version, the, non- Charles, <laughs> the non-Charles Dickens paid by the word version <laughs> is... If a woman, if a man is suspecting that his wife is cheating on him, yes, then he can bring her to the priest. Hmm. He is also to bring an offering for her of two quarts of barley flour. He two quarts pour-
0: of barley flour, Jesus Christ.
1: Hey, that's- I don't know how much that is. I don't know how many. How, how much barley either.
0: flour do people have on hand back then? Was it? Was I mean, like, lot? you
1: think about a quart of milk and then just fill that with barley flour.
0: But, you know, like, is barley flour hard to come by? Is it as easy as come by as, like, milk? Or can you just find barley flour just pretty much anywhere? Like, I oh, it's in the cupboard right to,
1: I imagine it'd be pretty easy to find if you had a bunch of men in the desert and a bunch of women in the desert.
0: <laughs> well, what if your wife cheated and you had no access to
1: you had no barley You no access flour, to barley flour?
0: But you really want to get... Oh, the, my food. God, I know!
1: Can you substitute for like frozen
0: peas or something? No. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, he, uh,
1: he is not to pour oil over it or put frankincense on it because it is a grain offering of jealousy, a grain offering for remembrance that brings sin to mind. Um, so a little bit of context here. There are different offerings in the Old Testament, um, different styles of offerings. They're kind of categorized differently. And then the priest is to bring her forward and have her stand before the Lord. Then the priest is to take holy water in a clay bowl Mm. and take some of the dust from the tabernacle floor and put it in the water. (laughs) This is...
0: Sorry, I skipped that for when I first read this passage. Okay. So to test your wife so far, you got to just put dirty floor dust into a bowl of water. Okay. That's Just the over- first
1: instruction. We're yeah. not done. We're not done. Remember, this is totally legit. Not yeah, weird at all. Yeah, this in the
0: Bible. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's There's rude.
1: nothing. This is when people say, I believe the Bible and the Bible informs my morals. This is yep. what they're saying. That's right. After the priest, or hold on. Uh, then the priest is to take holy water and put it in a clay bowl and take some of the dust from the tabernacle floor and put it in the water. After the priest has the woman stand before the Lord, he is to let down her hair and place in her hands the grain offering for remembrance, which is the grain offering of jealousy. The priest is to hold the bitter water that brings a curse. The priest will require the woman to take an oath and will say to her, if no man has slept with you, if you have not gone astray and become defiled while under your husband's authority, be unaffected by this bitter water that brings a curse. So the gist is... She holds the offering in her hand, the uh, two quarts, she, the two milk cartons of barley flour, <laughs> two quarts
0: of chocolate milk. Okay. Now,
1: um, and he gives her the uh, dirty water <laughs> and it says, you know, if, if you haven't cheated on your husband, then you're not going to be affected by this dirty water. And he gives it to her, as we'll see in these verses. Um I wanna kind of stop here, just pause and like think about what we've read so far. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I think there's a good like stopping point to just kind of like, you know, take a bit of an intermission because this is a very like rule-based verse. Um, but like this this harkens me back to kind of like the Salem witch trials a little bit. Oh, about yeah. like all right, this is a test to see if somebody is a witch. Yeah. You know.
0: This has nothing to do with how guilty somebody was. I mean, this this feels like a test where you're going to get about like 50% yes or no on whether someone gets sick from drinking floor water.
1: I would say like 80% yes or no. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's 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 going to be rampant.
0: My thing, if I was, if I was God and if I could revise this whole potion cast thing, I would make it. So the thing they drink is not going to kill somebody. Like it actually would be a healthy thing, but it would make them sick. That would be more fantastical. Improve the point better. Cause to me, I'm like, If I brought somebody and I was like, I don't know if they cheated or not, and then they just drank shit water, I go, well, of course they're gonna get fucking sick now. Yeah, but Obviously if it was like, oh, sick. drink a glass of OJ, no, and if they get sick, you're
1: right. Yeah, you're either going to have some nice vitamins or you're gonna die.
0: Yeah, like that would be more. Uh, Cheating
1: makes you allergic to citrus.
0: Exactly. No. Uh, yeah, these tests, I. It's interesting. I, I, yeah but yeah.
1: But if you' have gone astray while under your husband's authority, if you have defiled yourself and a man other than your husband has slept with you, at this point the priest must make the woman take the oath with this one curse and he is to say to her, May the Lord make you into an object of your people's cursing and swearing when he makes your thigh shrivel and your belly swell. May this water, that brings a curse into your stomach, causing your belly to swell and your thigh to shrivel. And the woman must reply, amen, amen. And then die. <laughs> and then, and then <laughs> presumably die.
0: Boy. Um, okay, so you you drink the water, the priest does a whole incantation, and then possibly your th- Thigh and your womb shrivel up and fall off. Is what I'm hearing. Fantastic. At
1: least the well the thigh shrivels up, the belly swells.
0: Oh, belly swells and your thigh falls away.
1: Yeah. So you get fat and you can't use one of your legs anymore. Do you know what we have? You kinda you kinda end up looking like Mike Wazowski. (laughs) <laughs> if your wife <laughs> cheats on you and she looks like
0: a green-eyed Pixar <laughs> character from 2,000 years later, she cheated on you.
1: I mean, where did we get the idea, you know?
0: Everything points back to Christ, even Monsters, Inc.
1: Yep. Uh, we have a gift
0: with my, the ESV Study Bible does have notes on this passage.
1: Oh, boy. It's important that I
0: read what the goons at ESV Study World had to say about this test for adultery.
1: Tell me, tell me what those Calvinists thought. The test of
0: suspected adultery. This ritual is an acted out prayer that God would show whether a man's suspicions about his wife's fidelity were justified. Adultery, like other sexual sins, causes grievous uncle- uncleanness and so must be eliminated from Israel. The test is designed to distinguish between actual but unwitnessed adultery and unwarranted suspicion. The actions all underline the seriousness of the sin of adultery. When an adulterous man and woman were caught in the act, they faced the death penalty in Israel. Great. Deuteronomy 22. And elsewhere in the ancient Near East, on this occasion, the husband is merely suspicious. To confirm or dispel his suspicions, the woman must offer sacrifice, drink water containing dust from the floor. Wow. They're just literally recapping what it says. Um, oh, okay, here we go. If she's guilty, if, it is not clear exactly what this threat means, but it could be a threat of miscarriage. Jesus. Ultimately, though, the guilty wife was is thinking. threatened with childlessness, a, a catastrophe in Bible times. Wow. Um, so basically, I mean, it's when kind it was of threatening about, miscarriage. Yeah. Yeah.
1: When it was talking about belly swelling and the thigh shriveling up, I was wondering if that was a reference to that area of the body. I think um, that
0: seems appropriate for what they're trying to do here
1: um Um, who knew ancient israel was pro-choice
0: yeah who knew (laughs) (laughs) i mean right here they're saying if you basically yeah if a woman if it's not yours (laughs) it should freaking die i guess (laughs) yeah you know good lord uh what's this last part of this passage here. How do they uh, then, wrap up this whole? Yeah. Shenanigan? Then the priest is
1: to write these curses on a scroll and wash them off into the bitter water. You will require the woman to drink the bitter water that brings a curse and it will enter her and cause bitter suffering. The priest, it, which by the way, it, in this verse, it says right there, it will cause bitter suffering. And then later it's like, but if it doesn't <laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> drink this shit, lead
0: filled, like infused floor water. But yeah. don't get sick.
1: You know the you you know the uh, floor we've all been walking on every single day. Drink. You know the
0: sandals that have pretty much never been cleaned ever. Yeah.
1: <laughs> What's a broom? <laughs> you you know the you know the shit cleaner Stan. He walks around here. He cleans all the shit from all the mules and camels and everything. Yeah, when you and walk in the tabernacle,
0: can you just kind of skirt around the part where we kill all the goats and all their inures just spill out onto the floor? Just, yeah, maybe over five feet. That'd be fine. Yeah. It's perfectly clean over there. It's where we cut our food. <sighs> Jeez. For cooking. The
1: priest is to take the grain offering of jealousy from the woman's hand, wave the offering before the Lord and bring it to the altar. The priest is to take a handful of the grain offering as a memorial portion and burn it on the altar. Then he will require the woman to drink the water. When he makes her drink of water, if she has defiled her husband and been unfaithful to her husband, the water that brings a curse will enter her and cause bitter suffering. Her belly will swell and her thigh will shrivel. She will become a curse among her people. Which I also think is, um, since a woman's like role was so much childbearing and passing yeah. down of lineage, I think the curse among her people is also alluding to that as well. I think so. That um, yeah, makes sense. But if the woman has not defiled her husband and is, uh, and this is also uh, key here as well. But if the woman has not defiled herself and is purest, she will be unaffected and will be able to conceive children. Um wow. So thanks. Essentially, God. yeah, I know. Essentially, what it's trying to do is get her in a state where she can, where just that part of her reproductive system is just shot
0: it's wild that like for so long, you know, the only role women would have is just to conceive children. And so if you take that away, you're taking away pretty much everything, but in this time, yeah. Oh, this, this verse, I, I honestly forgot this was in the Bible. I was flipping through, just looking for some, you know, strange laws to share on the podcast. And then this one stood out. Um
1: I do love the last bit. I want to yeah, want to highlight this a little bit. So, this is the law regarding jealousy when a wife goes astray and defiles herself while under her husband's authority, or when a feeling of jealousy comes over a husband and he becomes jealous of his wife, which by the way, if it's clean, there's still like husband is like fine. Oh, yeah. Let, let's think about that. Like, the, the husband's okay regardless. He can just have his wife go to the priest every single day if he wanted to. Well, haven't. she's um, the one
0: that got accused of adultery,
1: not him. Exactly. I just remember. <laughs> yeah, he is to have the woman stand before the Lord, and the priest will apply this entire ritual to her. The husband will be free of guilt, but that woman will bear the consequences Jeez. of her guilt. So.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely seems like there's no opportunity for men to take advantage of this law. I don't see
1: any Absolutely. way. Absolutely, it is open and shut. <laughs> it seems
0: like women have a lot of rights. Like I see a lot of built-in clauses in this passage where women can, you know, provide evidence, have uh-huh. a right to say something and contest of yeah. something else that's been said. Yeah, you know, definitely,
1: definitely, she can, uh, she can definitely plead her case, argue her behalf um, before a jury of her peers. Um, She can also face her accuser. I just Um, think we need
0: to get, you know, I'm so glad in 2024 our politicians are focusing on bringing God back into our politics. Because this is how we should run courts, where if I think Holly's cheated on me, I think she should just drink dirty, you know, floor water and should not have any room to prove herself. It really should just be dependent upon this God potion. I mean, don't you agree, Evan, or—
1: Yeah, exactly. I I think what's missing from our court of law system right now um, that we've, you know, kind of gotten away from exactly is potions (laughs) because like what better way to prove someone's innocence than magic?
0: I couldn't have said that any better. I do think magic and well, I don't want to say magic. I want to say this is divine intervention, you know. I would call it magic. (laughs) No, magic is sinful. It is a magic is Harry Potter. This is the
1: Bible. Um, Use a different phrase and I'll I'll concede. (laughs) This isn't manna. Like this isn't just like bread from heaven. This is like, all right, mix up some water and the dirt. And then if this happens, then you, you did it. Like it this is very much just like, you know, uh hand hand the fruit to the handsome prince, and if he sucks, he'll die. <laughs> type <laughs> stuff. I wanna know,
0: did the priests like was there a day that they just knocked a bunch of these cases out? Like, did they make a big old like Gatorade jug full of this water? They're like, We got twenty-four of these today. We yeah. gotta make a whole lot of shit
1: There's dirty bitches coming in today. <laughs> dirty husband (laughs) i bring it in the hose look get get checked in on this so we gotta we gotta get a lot of gotta make i mean they they don't have to i don't think there's gonna be a gatorade mix because literally it's just water and dirt from the floor (laughs) they've got an endless supply of the dirt i just imagine
0: it's kind of like how those mlb guys like they make like the specific mud to like rub on mlb baseballs like I think yeah. there was a guy that would like find just the right dirt in this corner that he's
1: like, I've got sp-. the slut juice. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be slut powder, yeah. like Tang, you know, and the then you add it exactly. to water later. <laughs> yeah. It becomes slut
0: juice. <laughs> slut juice. I know the perfect combination of fecal matter, dust, human hair,
1: a little <laughs> bit of shit
0: between my eyes. Then I mix all that up in a powder. You mix they- it up.
1: <laughs> you mix up the the brown dirt and the like little lighter dirt, and it really has a good consistency.
0: It's like kind of episode of how it's made. How it's made, slut powder for finding <laughs> out if your wife cheated on you. <laughs> on today's episode, <laughs> today's episode, <laughs> Daryl at the small tavernacle. brown particles from the where the animals get slaughtered, and they scoop that up shittily with their hand. Next, the <laughs> worker takes some. Even darker brown powder and puts, it in a
1: cup. <laughs> and puts it in a cup. They mix it with water and they give it to a woman who's fearing for her life. Now, this guilty woman drinks a potion. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> oh, talk about miscarriage. What, let's see what's happening. Oh, she's got to run immediately to the bathroom.
0: I, this whole thing, like, it really is setting people up for failure. Like, there's, yeah. I think about, how easy it would be to rig this because just reading through some of these passages it's there's so much wiggle room like when it says um, oh I think verse 23 mm-hmm. where he's like that he shall write curses in a book wash them off into the water of bitterness so like couldn't he just put anything he wanted in the book at that point and then just like rinse it so it's like what's stopping a person from like I'm going to just take a huge piss in this water at this point because i know right. this i want this person to be guilty no matter what i mean there's uh, i don't know i gotta just trust the bible Ivan mean, just
1: tell me to just trust, trust it's you know um sometimes god his ways are not on. our ways his ways That's are not right. our ways it doesn't have to make um, sense
0: it just has to you know
1: it is wild it is wild that this story exists and you have the in the new testament he without sin cast a first stone
0: Yeah, we are 270, at least in my world, 270 pages into this book at this point. I mean, we are not like deep in the lore. This is like some of the first first (laughs) rules you come by.
1: (laughs) I don't want to defend the Pharisees, but I do think that like Jesus in that moment maybe needs a little bit more understanding of the kind of laws his dad put in place. (laughs) (laughs) like, Well, there might be a reason as to why they want this woman to die.
0: Yeah. That's a great point where, you know, we always are taught that Jesus was mainly out to minister and to, to rebuke those that were like extra religious, you know, like the Pharisees and the Sadducees and all that. But
1: uh I don't know if this was the law and somebody told me that this was the saying. law, like I would be like, like fuck, I guess it's the law. Yeah,
0: like, what else were they supposed to follow? And I get that it's complicated that, like, you know, there, there was Midrash and all this, like, interpretation going on at the time, uh, and people could apply passages differently, but still this was part of the the scrolls that they had and that Jesus would have believed in as a rabbi. So that's what always gets me is people forget that Jesus was and is, because he's still alive, a rabbi. So like he would have believed these or possibly even applied these. I guess you could argue that, you know, he, he, one of the, you know, the more famous interactions of Jesus when he met the woman caught in adultery. And, you know, he just, like you said, told them to cast the first stone. He without sin, uh, he could have just told her to drink a floor water potion. <laughs> also that. Like, right? Why didn't he? Why didn't he go? You know, I got a, we got a verse. Just I got a
1: solution thing. here. Let me just, anybody got a clay bowl of water? Anybody? Yeah. Yep. That Steve, thank you. Um, and we'll just scoop some dirt into this. Here, if you can still have children, then you're good.
0: Yeah. It's According a great question. According the why law. Jesus didn't apply his own rules. Because it's,
1: because it's a stupid rule. like i think that's like why so i was sticking up for the pharisees a little bit and now i'm back to sticking up for jesus a little bit like it's a stupid ass rule
0: yeah like doesn't make sense
1: if that story actually happened like in that it's it's because a man stood in front of a crowd and a woman and was like stop stoning her
0: how do you think this came to be? I always think that a lot of rules in certain stories of the Old Testament were you like have, happenstance.
1: Yeah. You at least had a few guys who were just paranoid. Yeah. Or maybe there was just like one, you know, goat herder who was just buff as hell. And all the ladies were talking about him. And all the husbands were just like, I think donnie the goat herder is hurting my wife um i think that is happening i don't have a way to prove it they go to the dr doofenshmirtz of a priest and is like is there anything (laughs) that we can do i know and he's just like well let me see in my lab and he goes (laughs) over and he comes back and he's like what if she drinks mud. <laughs> My lab, <laughs> and they're like, "Brilliant, honey, get in here, drink this mud. If you, if I, if you can have a child with that's the other thing. Presumably, with this is that they won't know the result until like, God, a year later. That's the much? other thing
0: too is that they're kind yeah. of testing this on." woman's response to drinking mud water where and whether she just or not couldn't she, conceive it before that anyway yeah you know it's like she got yeah, what if it? it
1: was a sarah situation sure it was just like i can't have kids
0: <laughs> uh
1: it's yeah, what if you've been trying and you can't have kids and it's like well and then you like, you're like i think my wife's cheating on me well have her drink the clay thing you can't have kids anymore uh, then she uh, is cheating on you, and you're like, "Well, she couldn't have kids anyway." Like, that's impossible. The the, the potion says that she's <laughs> she's the, guilty. The, 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 <laughs> so has she drank the potion before? No, it's just the potion's never we, wrong. We, I don't understand. We, we've been we've been praying about it, and she just hasn't been able to have kids. We're hoping for kind of an Abraham Sarah situation with maybe an Isaac popping out. Um, so I don't want to risk my chances even more.
0: I don't, yeah, I don't think anyone would have taken advantage of this law
1: at all. I like. Yeah, because the idea, I don't know, like the idea of... I, I can't imagine that this law was super practiced. No, I
0: feel like some of these laws, I don't know, were more Do like...
1: Do you think, maybe I'm thinking a few steps ahead. Oh, okay. Do you think that this law was put into place as just trying to get men to shut up about their wives
0: oh they were Maybe like cheating. no one's ever gonna do all this Maybe no, no one's ever gonna yeah no this is this yapping. is a
1: deterrent like all right if you really want to be sure take the take the gamble on whether or not you'll be able to have kids again with your wife
0: yeah that sounds right because I I think men at this day and age they love their wives and treat them equally yeah. So I don't see anyone ever just like, I don't know, trying to <laughs> kill their child bride because she yeah. couldn't conceive a child. Like that wouldn't have happened. So no, probably just a not. deterrent. You know, just like a just
1: yeah. a safely deterrent.
0: Just a warning. Really. I think
1: for those men on the fence about it, they were it was enough of a deterrent to be like See, this well, really should
0: sure. be the test for <laughs> loving husbands. Is what it should be I know. Called, it's, it's, it's really like, a test for like. Does your husband actually love you and love you. Exactly. accept you and trust you?
1: <laughs> and then trust you and accept you and everything like that? Or do you have a shitty husband?
0: <laughs> Which, newsflash, all husbands back then were shitty.
1: <laughs> and now. <laughs> and now, newsflash, men suck. <laughs> men suck. I learned Coming. that from the Barbie movie. Because I'm an ally. Uh,
0: I'm Canuff. That's
1: right. I'm, I am Canuff. Oh
0: uh, well, uh, what's what is what's your final thought on this test for adultery?
1: I'm just glad is. that we can look at the Bible as a source for how to think about equality and women's rights in this day and age. Yep, it's such you. a good basis. It's um. Easy. I think I saw David Platt the other day, um, kind of—you know how he talks where he's, like, taking a shit um, every <laughs> single time? Um, but he was just saying, you know, any any uh, practice of Christianity that demeans women is against God, and that's obvious with this verse.
0: <laughs> Boy, what a— what a fr- what a bold take to say any verse that demeans women
1: no, any version of Christianity that demeans women wow. uh, is anti no you is't know it is you know its it, it not in in God's view.
0: That is a huge I mean my my tendons and muscles hurt for how big of a stretch that is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are your final thoughts on how to test if your wife has been fraternizing?
0: Um, I'm in the same boat where I'm more interested in why this was kept in the Bible. Cause I'm, I know, and I'm certain that there are verses that just didn't make the cut after all these years. Like there was laws. I'm sure there were stories yeah. that just uh, didn't the story make
1: The about, story about the aliens helping with the pyramids.
0: Of course. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. The story of how the world is actually flat and was flattened out like a big pizza by God in the beginning.
1: Yep. Um, and God kind of like spun it around a little bit and was like and then like he laid it flat and that's how the world got made.
0: There's a lot of, <laughs> of shitty people on this pizza. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the pepperonis will go over here. Yeah, we'll make sure we keep the as all the way over here. He's twirling his Mario mustache.
0: <laughs> this is a good a pizza pie. <laughs> Make this a deeper dish next
1: time. Mm-hmm. I made light, and it is a good. Uh...
0: <laughs> not the good, uh, not the
1: cheese. Just not good. the not the cheese.
0: I'm not a good Italian. It starts being Transylvanian <laughs> really quick. You need to help me out of here. <laughs> um, hey, I I am interested though in why it's been kept, but also, uh, yeah, I. To say, I feel like I make this point all the time, but to say that this is your guiding instruction in life, to say that this verse is important and is worth studying and praying over um, feels silly. And it doesn't take a lot to read this verse and go, hmm, that feels dated, and it feels like they're trying to apply some magic where there's uncertainty. Okay. Um and I think it's just it's just problematic. I think it's and just that's, yeah.
1: Well, that's all religion is applying.
0: Yeah, magic to uncertainty. Yeah, yeah,
1: magic to uncertainty. Uh, creating something superficial to explain what you don't have an answer for.
0: It feels like a, a a very early attempt of science. Like people are trying to find certain variables. A
1: very very early attempt at DNA.
0: Yeah, yeah, like they're trying to find like... (laughs) Okay, I found out that if they drink a very specific dirt water, that helps people reveal the truth about their sexual habits. If she drinks
1: the dirt, then she can't have children anymore. I think that's because... But her husband said she might have been cheating. So (laughs) cheating plus dirt water...
0: I was imagining like... A whole grid of the types of dirt. He's like, so last time we got it wrong, and that's because I took dirt from the south corner of the tabernacle. And he crosses <laughs> that off. Yeah, this time we'll do it from the north corner, and I'll spit in it too. And we'll see if that does the trick.
1: I like the idea of this priest like having like a big old chalkboard and like pitch and get to everybody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> An absolute <laughs> madman. <laughs> right, I've been working on this for fifteen years. I've been, All I've the I've types of dirt in this tabernacle. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've eaten a lot of dirt. I've eaten I've a lot of dirt. A lot my of men. wives have eaten a lot of dirt.
0: <laughs> and I've killed a lot of women.
1: <laughs> a lot of women. It is a sausage fest out here nowadays, <laughs> fellas. Like, oh my God, we are hogs right now. <laughs> but boy, do I have a solution for the fidelity issue. Oh
0: my gosh. <laughs> God. <laughs> I have to wonder though, like if this, it just feels like an early attempt at, yeah, trying to control a certain variable to get an outcome.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like at at some sort of forensic evidence. Well, which I mean, like here's my like nugget of like optimism that I can take my crowbar and pull into this, is that obviously there's this thought process that's going on at this point in time of there has to be a way to prove something. Yeah. At the end of the day. Like, and that's kind of like how human beings kind of like operated. You go back and if you study like ancient Egypt and the science that they were able to engage in is mind boggling Mm -hmm. what they were able to do with the limited amount of tools that they had. Yeah. It's insane. Um, And so they had this ability to go, okay, we have this problem surely. And this is not unique to this scenario but surely there's a way to prove it. And then we just,
0: we get this. Yeah.
1: We get this, I guess, (laughs) you know, because we just don't have, you know, the types of forensic analysis that we had with the Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky, you know, (laughs) (laughs) it's interesting
0: too, that like, you know, this is before germ theory. And I mean, so people have no idea how the human body operates, how microbes are, they don't even know microbes exist at this point. There's no uh, microbes. They're just
1: like, they're just full on told not to eat certain animals. Yeah. Um, because it'll make them.
0: Which I try they, to like have room for that in the Bible where I'm like, okay, they don't know about germs. They don't yeah. know about, so it's like, they're trying the best of like, okay, no pork or no whatever, you know, cloven hoofed hooved animals because they root around and shit all day. So they're trying to like be somewhat, I don't want to say scientific, but. I like to think that they observe certain things happening over and over and go, maybe we should just make a law saying don't do any of that. Yeah. Um, This one's unique, though, because I don't know.
1: (laughs) I don't know if they observed. How do you observe? Yeah. It's like like, interesting. All the women accused of infidelity (laughs) (laughs) who ate the dirt
0: died. (laughs) I don't see how you can repeat this and like have because, again, it's like. You know, what was some of the other kind of strange verse of like, you know, don't uh, cook a, a kid in its, its mother's milk. You know, it's like, don't like have mixed meat with its milk. It's like, all right, maybe someone cooked something in goat milk and it got like, sure, I can see why that was a law, perhaps. But yeah, this one, yeah. it's like, who on earth was drinking water off the ground in the <laughs> tabernacle and then also cheated on their husband? Ridiculous. So that's all I got that there's my yeah. f- long-winded final thought
1: well thank you everybody for listening we really appreciate it you can find us at unblessedpod.com, unblessedpodcast.com. sorry um, please tell your friends uh, if there's somebody in your life who needs anybody if it's me ma um, if it's your pastor who you feel your would accountability really, buddy your accountability buddy. Um, if it's your four-month-old child who you know needs to give this a listen, send send, send this podcast their way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Next time your kids yeah. on their iPad watching Cocomelon or Bluey, <laughs> turn
1: it off. Turn that shit off and uh, turn and this and on. Be like, you know what? I've got some family fun for you right here.
0: It has zero video, zero flashing lights and colors. It's two old men griping on a microphone. There you go
1: for an baby. hour. <laughs> now you 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 want you want some you want a way to entertain that kid for an hour <laughs> car ride. Boy, do we have you set. We
0: are the most family friendly show on the internet. Out there, we help children's development. Amazingly, I mean, yeah. the research is behind us. Yeah, kids the research, go to Ivy League when they listen to us.
1: Yep. Um, yeah, 100% of kids who have listened yep. to us have gone to Ivy League. That's right. Yep. That's 100% right. 100% no, one right.
0: Can that. no, no one can
1: refute that. No one can refute that. Coincidentally, 100% of the kids who have not listened to us have gone to Ivy League.
0: True. Actually,
1: actually, we can say it like this. Um. Statistically, if go. a kid does not listen to us, uh-huh. they don't end up at an Ivy League school.
0: I think that works. Yeah.
1: yeah. And they cheated on their husband. Yeah. yeah. And they also <laughs> cheat on their husband. They also probably become murderers, too. Yep. And that. So that's the common thread among murderers is that they didn't listen to our podcast.
0: The world, we could cut carbon emissions by 80% to, <laughs> listen to our podcast. It's a proven fact that carbon emissions are cut just by turning on this podcast. It's true.
1: Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. Carbon emissions. Also, do not listen to our podcast. So, if you listen to our podcast, you're not a carbon emission.
0: That's right. It's very true.
1: Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate <laughs> it. <That laughs> um, without fr- yeah. Without further ado, my name is Evan. And I'm Scott. And tell your family about us. Hey.